Arnie Stapleton. What you think of all the weapons that John Elway has added for your offense, uh, starting with Melvin Gordon and, and Glasgow and free agency, but then especially in the draft, if you could just kind of talk about that. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't expect this question to, to come up today. So, uh, no, I definitely expected that. I, uh, I'm, I'm super pumped about the guys we added to this squad. I mean, you talk about the first guys with Melvin and Graham, um, two experienced players to help this offense, um, you know, start rolling early um, when the season starts. And then you talk about the guys we just pick up in the draft. A bunch of young, extremely, extremely talented players. Um, but at the same time, you know, I thought of myself as an extremely talented player coming into it, and it took some time for me to adjust. So um, when those guys, you know, they got their iPads now, they eventually are going to get out to Denver whenever that is, and, you know, we're going to hit the field, and we just got to be ready to prepare. You know, nothing, nothing's in fine ink right now as far as wins and losses just because of people we drafted. We got a lot of work to put together and, uh, you know, hopefully be on our A game every single Sunday. Next, we've got Brandon Cristal, KOA, followed by Mike Kliss. As some states are easing restrictions, once you guys get through the time with your coaches, will you see about getting them together somewhere, obviously away from the facility, just to try to get on the same page and on the field with guys? Yeah, of course. You know, when it, when it is socially acceptable to do that and, you know, to you know, have the best interest of everybody as far as health goes, um, I'm going to keep that in mind first. But then once that is ready, we're going to have all those guys out there Got all of them on a text. So whenever I, uh, whenever we pull the string, whenever the professionals say it should be okay, whether that's, you know, the NFL or that's, you know, actual CDC, whichever one, we're going to have them ready and we're going to get out there and we're going to start throwing and get this chemistry down and, you know, get things rolling. Next, we've got Mike Kliss, Nine News. Yeah, Drew, how are you uh, physically staying ready? Yeah, I actually got pretty lucky with this whole deal. Um, my trainer here, and Lee Summit actually has, you know, his private place to where it ended up just being me and him um, throughout this quarantine. You know, I made him promise, made him uh, keep it between us two, and it worked out just fine. You know, we got to be private and keep my running going, keep my lifting going. Um, I connected him and uh, Lauren Landau together uh, to kind of keep a, you know, similar mindset as far as what Lauren wants. And then have him relay that to uh, Austin, who is the guy I was training with, and it worked out great. Next, we got Ryan O'Haller in Denver Post. Hey, Drew, about uh, Judy and Hamler, when they get up to speed from a quarterback's perspective, how much can they help out Cortland Sutton in terms of getting that safety a little bit over to the middle of the field, double coverage, et cetera? Yeah, we saw a lot of teams start doubling uh, Cortland towards the end of the year when I was playing. So being able to have speed on the other side, uh, it's going to scare D coordinators, I believe, to, you know, probably going to have to play with, you know, I mean, you're not going to shade a single high receiver over to Cortland if you got those guys on the other side. Probably have to stick to more two-eye stuff and really play it straight up. But if you play two-eye, you got to think about, you know, our running backs and our own line. we got Phillip and Melvin. So um, I think we're very versatile as far as what we can do, whether that's, you know, we feel like we need to attack the ball and put it through the air or run the ball. I feel like we have a, we're pretty, pretty solid in both aspects, I would say. Next, we've got Nikki Javala, followed by Troy Rank. Virtual reality technology you used last year, how much did that help you while you were out? And is that something you feel could help you as well as other quarterbacks during this time when, um, you know, facilities aren't open and you're kind of limited in what you can do? Yeah, it definitely it definitely helped me, um, especially with the, the hand situation. It kind of goes back to what it is now. You know, you can't get on the field. I couldn't get on the field with my hand, so 
being able to watch all of that and take all of Joe's reps that he's taken during practice definitely helped me out a lot. I think as far as, you know, the new guy Riley coming in, I feel like if we can put some film on the uh, <laughs> potentially on the virtual reality stuff, then it would work. But as of now, it's still just the old offense. So um, not much that he could, he could benefit from that for right now. Next, we've got Troy Rank, Denver 7. What do you think the Broncos' move said uh, regarding the commitment to you? And how are you dealing with the expectations that are clearly been raised with this offseason? Yeah, I think the move just ended up saying they saw something positive in the way I played in those last games. Um, potentially being a guy here that could stay for a long time and help the Broncos win as, win as many games as possible. Um, I, you know, it means a lot to me to see that happen. You know, it puts a little extra confidence in, you know, on my back. And, you know, at the same time, those expectations do rise when you have so many weapons around you. But, you know, I, I like to say that I hold myself to high expectations. And, uh, you know, I like to put pressure on myself in general. And I think the pressure that I put on myself always outweighs the pressure that comes from, you know, a media or, you know, even friends and family or whatever. I feel like the pressure I, I hang on my head um, always means the most in the end to me. Next, we've got Eric Delala followed by Jeff Legel. Drew, what's it been like putting in the offense so far? How comfortable do you feel with that? And then working with Mike Shula, what's that been like? And have you gotten a chance to talk to him yet since his dad passed the other day? No, I, I end up all addressed that first. I texted uh, Mike that morning uh, when we all got on our Zoom call. You know, Shermer talked to us a little bit, and we all end up getting off there and texting Mike. And, you know, the prayers out to him and his family right now. Um, but as far as the Zoom meetings go, they're definitely a little different. Um, you got to kind of get more vocal, so to say, not not as much, you know, getting up on the board and, you know, being face to face with your receivers or running backs. You got to be a little more vocal in those meetings. And, you know, it's not awkward, but it's definitely different to, uh, you know, chime in in these meetings and, you know, have all the eyes looking at you on, on the screen instead of in person. So that's definitely a little different. But as far as the offense goes this year, learning it. Um, I think having this be my second year is, is benefiting me in, in, in a lot of ways that I didn't necessarily expect as far as learning a new offense. You know, there's similar, you know, carryovers from the last one to where you can pocket that. You don't necessarily have to study that as much because kind of already got that mindset down and know what they're talking about as far as older stuff. But even the newer stuff I'm getting taught, it's 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 easier for me to learn because I've found the way that fits me best as far as learning a new offense goes. So picking this one up it has happened a little, I'd say, you know, 10 times as quick as, as I did the first time. Are you still looking in the mirror to repeat the calls? <laughs> Not as much right now. Not as much right now. It's more so Andy reading them out to me because, you know, I, I didn't want Dalton Rising to read me the plays. You know, I, I'd rather him just stick to knowing what two and three Jeff was and 14, 15, that kind of deal. So, as far as, you know, Andy reading them out loud to me, he's doing a good job. I had to teach him some rhythm on how to call plays because it was pretty choppy at first. But I think we got it. We got it down to an art now. Next, we've got Jeff Legwald followed by Michael Spencer. If it were a normal offseason, would you be throwing much right now? And have you thrown it? Do you have somebody you can throw with in the current situation? Yeah, I do, actually. It's the same guy. That was the nice thing about being in Lee Summit is that, you know, I've been with these people – forever now I've been with him since my freshman year of high school to where when this all shut down you know I gave him a call and I said you know if we can keep in the private gym you know fell in my backyard 
go on the field as long as that lasted here in, in Missouri. Um, throwing a, a private, you know, local spot to where being in Lee Summit, it, it helped me out because, you know, people like to help the hometown, hometown kid. And I really appreciate the city for doing that for me. Um, so, no, I'm, I'm still staying up on my throwing regimen, my lifting regimen, you know, hoping I can start throwing to the guys out there eventually. Do you, did you have to uh, talk to your trainer and say, you know, make sure you're both staying away from people or, or did you guys have that discussion? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I told him, I like, Hey, there'll be no hard feelings. If you feel the need to go see someone, just tell me. And then, you know, we won't work for two weeks. And, you know, I think it was business for him and it was business on my end. So we kept that promise. And same thing for the throwing coaches. You know, I, a lot of people are going to turn you down right now because everyone's afraid of it. So, you know, my business is still here. I mean, you can keep this private and you know that for some reason, you know, you feel like you jeopardize that or got around other people, then, you know, just tell me and, you know, we'll wait two weeks. Next, we've got Michael Spencer followed by Andrew Mason. Hey, Drew, what was it about you and Albert Okwebunam that allowed you guys to have such a good connection when y'all were together at Mizzou? And obviously, I think it probably goes without saying that you're excited to be back on, uh, on the same team with him. Yeah, I'm very excited. I think with me and Albert, it probably started with just the person who he was off the field. Um, I like to surround myself with, you know, good teammates, good guys off the field, and that's exactly what Albert is. So once we developed a, a friendship off the field, it kind of just molded into the into you know on the field stuff. Had a peeker. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it molded that friendship from off the field first, and then it went onto the field. But I think what makes Albert so special is just you know how smart he is, how he finds open. Um, open spots on the field and, and really him in the red zone. You can find a lot of clips of us um, at Missouri, you know, corner routes, putting it up high to him, letting him go get it. He is a massive human being. And when you guys finally get to see him in person, you'll realize that. Um, but he is very athletic, can go up and get the ball and moves, moves really well, as we saw at the combine. We've got Andrew Mason next. Drew, from what you've already learned about this offense, what are the differences between Pat Shermer's scheme and what you did last year? And how is it going to allow you to play to your strengths? Yeah, I think with this offense, there's definitely more of the possibility on just regular downs, not actually, you know, full play action, throw a deep. There's more possibilities for us to press the ball downfield, which um, I think definitely plays into my strength and will play into the receivers that we have on this team now. Strength, um, being able to fly down the field and just giving me options to, you know, change a curl route to a go route if, if we get man or just certain things like that to where I think we'll be able to press the ball downfield a little more than what we did last year. Next, we've got Mike Kliss, Nine News. Yeah, Drew, nice audible on the back door there, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, we asked Kareem this, but where do you stand on, uh, you know, whether you are comfortable playing games? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to defer that to the professionals, to the doctors, to everything. And you know, I'm I'm no uh, expert on the coronavirus as of right now, so I'll let them decide that. And whenever they decide it's it's okay for us to play, then you know I'm ready to play. Ryan O'Haller and Rod Mackey. Ryan. Hey Drew, back at the Super Bowl, you said that one of your priorities you wanted to add a little speed. Um, how did that training go? Do you feel like you uh, can move a little quicker out of pocket? Yeah, without a doubt. You know, we went back and watched a lot of my clips, um, whether that was me in the actual game or. When I first started training, you know, just me running and uh, found a little, little things here and there to help me, you know, with 
more explosive out the gate, you know, staying upright. You know, you'll see me hunch a little bit when I when I ran last year and you know, I could have gotten, you know, a little more speed, you know, standing up straight, just being a little more fluent with how I was moving. So you know, I think we did a great job of, of prepping for that and hopefully I can display that, you know, going into this year. Rod Mackey. Yeah, Drew, I don't know if you have been able to watch uh, like that ESPN show last night with, with Judy and Hamler. Um, last year, we saw from you, even as a rookie, a lot of personality. KJ brings it. Uh, you looking forward to uh, to a guy like that, that, uh, boy, he looks like he's going to be a lot of fun in the huddle on the team, et cetera. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, anybody that brings some juice, brings a little swag, brings a little fun, you know, that'll make, that'll make it 10 times better for us out there, you know. Dalton did that really well as a rookie coming in and playing um, and, and taking a big role on this offense, but keeping it light and having fun. I think that's what these guys are going to have to do coming in as far as rookies go. Just, you know, know it's business. And when it's, when it's time to work, it's time to work. But being able to show yourself, you know, let guys, let guys see who you really are, who you truly are, and you know, end up playing even harder for you when you end up showing that. And I think it's kind of what I got to do when I was on the IR hurt. You know, I got to show everybody who I was as, as a person, as, as a guy and, you know, have them have my back as, you know, far as who is Drew Locke is rather than, you know, me being on the field. So these guys coming in, you know, let's let them have a little fun. But I think they'll slowly but surely learn that when it's business, it's, it's time to be business.